0: Grace be unto you, and peace. Episode number fourteen, oh five twenty-three. a rendering of each of seven episodes. Episode number one, A Year with the Church Father. Everything in good order. St. Clement of Rome tells us that we're all different for a reason. Not everyone is cut out to be a leader, but we all have different gifts, and the church needs all of us we should try to use the gifts we've been given, knowing that every gift, no matter how insignificant it seems, is equally important to the church. So as men and brothers, let us energetically play the part of soldiers following his holy commandments. Think of those who serve under our generals. Think how they follow orders with precision, obedience, and submission. Not everyone is an officer, or a commander of a thousand, or a hundred, or a fifty, and so on. Each one, in his own rank, does what the king and the generals command. The great cannot exist without the small, and the small cannot exist without the great. Different kinds are mixed together, and that is an advantage to everyone. Take our own body as an example. The head is nothing without the feet, and the feet are nothing without the head. Even the very smallest parts of our body are necessary and useful to the whole body. They all work together in harmony and they are all under the same authority so that the body is preserved. Then let our whole body be preserved in Christ Jesus. Everyone should be subject to his neighbor according to the special gift he has been given. The rich should provide for the poor. The poor should bless God for giving him someone to provide for him. The strong should not despise the weak, and the weak should respect the strong. The wise man should show his wisdom not in words, but in good works. The humble should not blow his own trumpet, but leave someone else to praise him. Whoever is pure in the flesh should not grow proud of it and boast, but remember that someone else gave him the gift of self-control. He who made us and formed us prepared his generous gift for us because we were born and then introduced us into the world. Therefore, since all these gifts come to us from him, we ought to give thanks for everything to him, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. St. Clements, 1 Corinthians 37 and 38. In God's presence, consider... Have I earnestly tried to find my proper place in the church? Or am I envious of others who seem to be more important than I am? Closing prayer. Lord, you taught us not to wish to be saved, but to serve our brothers and sisters. Help me to be effective in my own life and fill me with the spirit of humility and charity. Episode number two through the year with Thomas Merton. The inhabitants. The city itself lives on its own myth. Instead of waking up and silently existing, the city people prefer a stubborn and fabricated dream. They do not care to be a part of the night or to be merely of the world. They have constructed a world outside the world, against the world, a world of mechanical fictions, which condemn nature and seek only to use it up, thus preventing it from renewing itself and man, raids on the unspeakable. Episode number three, Magnificat, May 2023, volume 25, number three. Number one, a reading from the gospel according to John. Chapter 14, verses 15 through 21. Jesus said to his disciples, If you love me, you will keep my commandments, and I will ask the Father, and he will give you another advocate to be with you always, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot accept, because it neither sees nor knows him. But you know him, because he remains with you and will be in you. I will not leave you, orphans, I will come to you, in a little while the world will no longer see me, but you will see me, because I live, and you will live. On that day you will realize that I am in my Father, and you are in me, and I in you. Whoever has my commandments and observes them is the one who loves me, and whoever loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and reveal myself to him. The Gospel of the Lord, Meditation of the Day, Strengthened by the Spirit of Love. We read in the Song of Songs that love is strong as death, and the promise of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Love, is that of an outpouring of strengths, of wisdom and fortitude and understanding, and so forth. Our human love is weak, but divine love is power itself, since it is the very root of being. Confirmation signifies the dwelling of the spirit of love in the spirit of a person. He will not be alone to face the world, but rather infused with strengths from God. Not the phony strength of worldliness or brutality, but the strength of that unconquerable faith that filled the saints. The idea that virtue should spring out of the Holy Spirit may be understood by analogy to human love. We find that when two people fall in love, their personalities frequently change. A person previously very smart in the sense of worldly shrewdness through wonder at the reality of love will become smart in the sense of being gifted with understanding. A hard, ambitious person may become one characterized by fidelity to love and the spirit of sacrifice. Just as these qualities flow out of the inner experience of human love, so do the gifts of Holy Spirit flow from the inner bond of love the Spirit brings. Real Christian love is so much stronger than any attempt to become virtuous simply through idealism, because the Spirit of love becomes ours in a much more intimate way through the sacraments. If the idea of the Holy Spirit is still vague to you, think of it in terms of the irrepressible yearning within you to be saved from a life fragmented by so many conflicting desires and fears, ambitions and frustrations. Or think of it as that flame which you detected in some ardent priest or sister or layperson who conveyed to you something of Christianity that you can never succeed in forgetting. Episode number 4, God's Little Instruction Book 1, 2, and 3, by Honor Books. Golden Nugget number 1, inspired by Ephesians, chapter 6, verses 13 and 14. Some people succeed because they are destined to, but most people succeed because they are determined to. And having done all to stand, stand therefore... Golden nugget number two, inspired by Matthew chapter six, verses 14 and 15. To forgive is to set a prisoner free and discover the prisoner was you. For if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if ye forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Golden nugget number three. Proverbs chapter 22 verses 24 and 25. The company you keep will determine the trouble you meet. Make no friendship with an angry man, and with a furious man thou shalt not go, lest thou learn his ways and get a snare to that soul. Episode number five, Chesterson day by day. Now, I have not lost my ideals in the least. My faith in fundamentals is exactly what it always was. What I have lost is my old childlike faith in practical politics. I am still as much concerned as ever about the battle of Armageddon, but I am not so much concerned about the general election. As a babe, I leapt up on my mother's knee at the mere mention of it. No, the vision is always solid and reliable. The vision is always a fact. It is the reality that is often a fraud. As much as I ever did, I believe in liberalism. But there was a rosy time of innocence when I believed in liberals. Episode number six. A reflection. A sin that serves as a scandal to others is a twofold sin. A wise man strives neither to scandalize anyone nor to lead anyone into sin by his sinful example. St. Ambrose praised such Sadducee in the Emperor Phelanician who died at an early age, citing these examples from his life, hearing that he was spoken of throughout Rome as a passionate hunter and lover of wild beasts, while in reality he was not and how this passion was distracting him from his duties of state, the emperor immediately ordered that all the wild beasts in his reserve be slain. Again, upon hearing how certain malicious people spread the rumor that he ate lunch early, wanting by this to make him out to be a glutton, the emperor imposed a strict fast on himself both privately and publicly. At public meals, he was rarely seen to place a morsel of food in his mouth. And again, when his sisters disputed with a certain man over some property, the emperor, even though he had the right to judge the dispute, directed the case to open court so that he would not be accused of partiality. Indeed, with great fear, this pious emperor upheld the words of the Lord, Woe to him who shall offend one of these little ones. Matthew chapter 18, verses 6. Episode number 7. Quotes from St. Francis of Assisi. Blessed is the servant who loves his brother as much when he is sick and useless as when he is well and can be of service to him. Grace be unto you and peace.